All right, this is John. And this is Sean. And this is Movie Night with Sean and John. Yo, 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 yo. Hey, y'all. Movie night. Um, we're back. <laughs> we're getting we're some beers. Uh, tonight I have a Hopadilla, one of my faves. What are you drinking? You I'm drinking a, a handcrafted Michelob <laughs> Ultra from the gas station. But it's light, right? It's like, it's, uh, it's like diet beer. Hel- yeah. healthy, healthy diet beer. Health conscious. Uh, so we have a couple fresh ones cracked here, and we're about to get into <laughs> it. So we just got out of seeing Rocket Man. Yeah, man. Let's just start there. How about that? All right. Yeah, that, it's fresh. Yeah. Uh, Sum this one up. You can you can lead us in. Okay. <laughs> this one's pretty straightforward. Rocket Man is a uh, musical about the life of Elton John. Yes. Sir Elton John. And that's it. well it's about a very specific kind of point in his career too yeah i guess it's about like the first like 10 or 15 years maybe of his fame and then like his life before that yeah yeah some of his childhood and stuff so not but it wasn't really your typical you know biopic fair because uh it was like a musical yeah very much so like uh all of the songs were like elton john covers in the sense of the way the way that they fit into the movie they weren't yeah. playing elton john tracks no so this is like the opposite of bohemian rhapsody yeah for me this was not my favorite just gut uh reaction i liked the first half of the movie i was really enjoying uh joel egerton Olstein. egerton yeah <laughs> no he uh really was committed he was uh he was very good i think now he definitely carried the movie, like the whole movie on his shoulders. I feel like he did, he, or Taron Egerton, sorry. I feel like he, um, yeah, like you said, he kind of had the, the movie on his back, but it seems like he acted, he did the absolute best you could with that material. He seemed to kind of elevate the material. Yeah, so I can't kind of so. downplay that. He was very good, but overall the movie felt like way too long to me. I think so too. It was almost like two and a half hours long. I think the runtime is correct. 121 minutes. I think. So well, two hours, but it felt like longer than that, and it seemed to go on for longer than that. Unless I our movie was actually the way was like 30 minutes behind. The movie was staged because the middle act was stretched out so much that they kind of rushed the third act. Yeah, it seemed I, like I the agree. ending. Like they were like, "Oh shit, it's been two hours." You know, they 100. Like maybe the editing wasn't like as fluid as. Yeah, it like did. Like Bohemian Rhapsody or something like that. Or, you, like, we were talking in the car on the way out of the theater, like, to me, uh, Walk the Line, uh, Ray, some of those are kind of standards for this, uh, I don't know, this thing's been done before. They they tried yeah. to approach it in a really original way with the musical and kind of fantastical element. I loved all the looks, like, there were some iconic moments in there because of the outfits and, like, there was attention to detail there. Like so, the troubadour and yeah. his, like, specific outfits he wore and his boots and glasses and stuff. I feel like that stuff for me added up to me enjoying the movie for about the first half. And then after the first half, I just felt like it became more and more tedious. 
yeah. to the point where it just was like, dude, like I give this movie 10 more minutes and we got to wrap this thing up. Like I just had had enough of the numbers, but the numbers just kept on coming. And you could tell like it's like they would have an emotional scene and then it was like cue the note. Like you could just tell yes. it was about someone was about to start it was like, about time. singing acapella and then another <laughs> just break person into would song. Come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I so I'm not a huge fan of musicals Me neither. at all. I would say I've I've seen a couple like Sound of Music. I like Grease. I like uh, Sound Grease, of Music. Yeah, Grease is good. Uh, recently, I guess. Uh, like La La, La Land. Yeah, La La Land. I actually really like that movie, but I know you wasn't didn't. my favorite. But but it it was better than this. But at the time, you thought La La Land was a little fantastical. When oh, in, it like, was. Griffiths, the I mean, that's just that's just stuff. the kind of world yeah that these movies exist in i feel like this movie would be better served on like broadway i think it would i don't know if this is a broadway musical but it it seems yeah yeah you're right it seems like that's that's the medium for this yeah and i think maybe like in the film format where you're trying to like push uh, a lot more of the backstory than like the costumes and the shows and everything the musical numbers, maybe that's where it like didn't really hit for me. Yeah, I, I agree that like I we were talking about this in the theater. I was like, man, these songs. When you hear the songs back, I had an emotional response a few times in the movie, uh, like not nearly as many as they were shooting for, you know, because yeah. it was like real down and out for like an hour and a half, and it's like they kept kind of pulling on the same heartstrings. But like, you realize how good the songs are, you know. You're like, wow, these songs are fucking amazing, you know. But like the actual recordings are so stellar and like perfect that it's like, why would I want to hear use those? Yeah, like why would I want to hear your kind of reimagining of it with? And like, that's the main fault. Of all it, the like, soul kind of sucked out of it. It sounded so modern yeah. and like perfectly produced and lots of auto tune stuff. I don't know. So that part of it was was almost a weakness was that like the music is obviously a strength of the film but like at the same time the execution or production of it for me wasn't my favorite i think maybe that's what like didn't hit home for me because i keep referencing bohemian rhapsody but even in a movie like the doors movie or walk the line you're hearing like the the recording of like this artist that you are in love with you know and for elton john well that's the the main joaquin did that did he yeah but it was well done i think that's the difference actually i think val kilmer might have done some yeah i think vocals for the doors but either way like these songs are like totally rearranged the arrangement is totally different and it doesn't sound even like an emulation of the song of an elton john song and Elton John was like a prodigy, you know. He was a fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah, genius. Yeah. Why would you not try to? to ma- <laughs> it, I guess it, maybe they couldn't. I guess that's what I loved about Bohemian Rhapsody. That was one of the strengths of the movie. Strengths of the movie to me was that there was a lot of attention to detail paid uh, to the music, and yeah. that some of those recordings were actual master recordings from Queen that were just kind of remixed to to suit certain parts of the filming, I guess. And then some of it was a guy from Canada who just did his best Freddie Mercury, but like it was yeah. pretty spot on. And I feel like the other movies you mentioned, similar thing. It seems like there's some attention paid to like, let's try and get this right and contextualize why this music is so important for this time period. This movie, yeah, yeah. it sounded like Glee, you know? It was yeah. like, this is if you know, the people who kind of made the music for Glee Im- imagine like what Elton Just John would sound it. like, you know? <laughs> that's what it sounded like to me. I guess that's that was the biggest problem I had with it. Like, I already hate like cover bands and like, you know, like t- those TV shows where like they just ha- sing other people's songs and stuff. Yeah. They vote on who's the best. Like, I American, hate yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that. So to me, this is like two hours of that. 
Yeah, and it felt even longer. I, I could have sworn this was 215, 220. I, I, for a second, I thought it was two and a half hours. When we I might was have seen an extended cut because <laughs> the, the middle dragged it, out quite a bit. It felt way too long. What I, I will say that the cast was pretty good. Dude, uh, Joel Olsen, what's the guy's name? Taron Egerton. Yeah, I, I'm not really familiar with him. I think he's in The Kingsman. Dude, he something. was in Billionaire Boys Club. You remember that shit show? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot that movie that existed. We talked about that here, right? Um, he's been in some other He did other a good stuff. job, though. No, he did. He, he, he really did a good job. He took this as far as it could possibly go. Uh, Richard Madden. Uh, played the manager who was also the love interest who ended up being kind of a manipulative, like... Corporate man. Yeah, he was just an awful kind of shit. He's like an 80s villain. He's just like money-hungry corporate bad guy. He's from Game of Thrones. I know you don't watch Game of Thrones, but he's he's a strong actor. I think he did a, a solid job. Uh, Jamie Bell did a good job. The dude who played uh, his musical partner. Yeah, uh, Bernie something. Bernie Topin, I guess. Is yeah. how you say that? Um, yeah, cast was good. Bryce Dallas Howard, that was his mom. The whole movie, I was like, she looks the so familiar. The mom character Who was kind of that? flat, though. Some of those characters were better developed than others. Hers didn't get all the way there for me. Yeah, I, the whole movie, I was like, I know her from something. I couldn't think of what it was. What is she from? She's Ron Howard's daughter. Um, she was in uh, Signs. What was she in? We'll just run it back. And... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, what? yeah, but what was she in? <laughs> She's in uh, The Village. She was in like an episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. Oh, The Village. She's yeah, I got the, uh, pro- like She's the main protagonist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's um, in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. She's I don't pre- recognize her not being a redhead. I think. Well, she did a good job, but the, there were just wasn't as much there. I don't think it yeah. didn't really add up to all that much. His dad was flat. His nan was all right. I liked her. Yeah. But, but she wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. She was in and out. She seemed like actually British because some of the people seemed like American <laughs> actors that yeah, were pretending yeah. to be English. For sure. Um, I don't know. I think in, in we're talking about it. I'm thinking about some of the positives. Um, I don't know. I had a little bit of fun. At, uh, I don't know, man. Two and a half, three. Three is as far as in I could go. Middle of the road. Yeah. Kinda. I think. I think two and a half. I'm leaning toward two and a half. Uh, that's my that was my gut reaction was, I really enjoyed it f- at first. Mm-hmm. I think it could have been a more positive movie for me. Like it could have been a three and a half star movie if it had been an hour and a half. And like, if they had cut down the hour in the middle that was dedicated to just his spiral, because normally the spiral in that's like a this thirty kind of, minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. It's, dude, I mean, it went on for a solid hour. You, yeah, in the it, Doors movie, everybody knows that Jim Morrison was an alcoholic and a drug. You know, you just kind of. So yeah. show like a montage. This needed like a Rocky <laughs> mon, you know, like a like a even, quick cut. I'm saying even take your time with it. Like I get it. That's a big part of his arc is this kind of spiraling out of control and the fame and how dude, at one point he said, you know, they said he sold 5% of the world's records. Yeah. Like 1 in 20. So that means 1 in 20 people who buy an album like are buying an Elton John album. Yeah. That's incredible. That's crazy. So that kind of fame, I get it. Like but even Morrison's was a death spiral. Like, he didn't make it out of the spiral. Like, this yeah. spiral wasn't that deep, and it went on for a fucking hour, you know? 45 minutes into that, I was like, man, this is kind of a slog. Like, let's wrap this yeah. thing up. Like, get to the other side of it, you know? I think that's, yeah, that's the biggest problem is... The pacing for, in the middle? The pacing, and then you're... This is a biopic on a person that's still alive. Yeah. So there's not that huge like emotional pull Resolution at the end, at the end no. or oh we missed this artist or like the Selena movie. You know, it comes to like a an emotional yeah. like peak, and yeah. you're like, damn, like it's that. Uh, yeah, this is like 
And then he got sober, and he's been sober 28 years. He did a good job. And, and it's it just didn't like show his over. later career at all. Dude, it was very focused. Elton John was knighted. A... He's Sir Elton John. Yeah. It should have shown like him in a big ceremony with the queen. We were laughing. Like... At one point, I was like, are they going to talk about like Lion King or, you know, like... <laughs> the Eminem. The performance, Eminem, uh, you know, like it. these are some iconic moments, you know, yeah. and, and nothing. But, uh, yeah, what would you give this? Uh, what's your gut? What's your man. gut telling you? I don't know. To me, like, the fantastical... Was it better than it was bad? Yeah, barely. I'd yeah. give it, like, a three-star that's, that's review. That's fair. Like, the fantastical elements, to me, weren't, like... Uh, they didn't pull, like, how, like, a La La Land or something did. But then it didn't have the emotional resonance of a uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, uh, Straight out of Compton. That's probably, mm. like, the best, like, music... Movie. One of the best modern ones for sure in the last like ten years, I think. Yeah, this one reminded me more of like Walk Hard. Like there was a couple <laughs> moments where I looked at you, like, dude, when it does the transition and he's a kid, and then the next scene he's yeah. uh, Taron Egerton or whatever. Yeah, it reminded me of the part where he's like, I think I'm doing pretty good for a fourteen year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, I there's think... a couple of parts like that. Yeah. The child, the youngest version of Elton's character, um, his singing voice bothered me. Yeah, was... I just felt like it was too young a child. It's like, and I get that must have been the age that he was when he really started picking all this stuff up. But it's like, maybe get a kid who's like slightly older who looks young and because he can sing a little bit better, and it's not such a yeah. shrieking kind of awful sound that's just heavily auto tuned and sounds kind of you know bizarre. It doesn't sound even like a child anymore. It sounded. Too just, processed or perfect or something. I I don't know that some, the music part of it was not great. It's for a me. little jarring. It wasn't great for me. <laughs> Taron Egerton, he did a good job though, and he did his best. I mean, you're talking about this amazing singer too. You know? Yeah, it's like, like you're asking someone to come in and play Aretha Franklin, or like, it's like, dude, what are you? You know, how are you gonna do that? <laughs> his energy though, you could tell he was going like. I think you at one point were like, he's all in. Yeah, you know, like he's a hundred percent. No, I, I I think he was the best part of the movie for sure. Yeah, yeah. he's what I'd elevated this that. to a two and a half for me. Like otherwise, <laughs> it, it wouldn't have gotten. He that elevated far. it to middle of the road. Yes, <laughs> but what do you know? Because you know. 90% of critics apparently uh, enjoyed this movie. So, That's crazy. I don't know. Go see it. it I'm an Elton John fan. I, overall, I love those songs. Um, I don't know how much of a service <laughs> that, you know they did for them or whatever, but uh, it was pretty good. I'd say go see it if you like Elton John. Yeah, I guess that's what I would say. I'm never going to go see it again. That's I, the best judge of a movie. Like, I will never watch this again. That's why I'm giving it a two and a half. I think that's fair. It was middle of the road. Uh, Egerton killed it. He really did do a good job, but it, it, he can only take it so far. Yeah. If, oh, <laughs> he did okay. his best. If my mom wanted to watch it, I'd watch it with her because my mom's an Elton yeah. John fan, but that's the only case that I would ever watch this again. Uh, I see. Shout out, moms. I hear that. I think that's accurate. Uh, so I'm giving that a two and a half. You gave that a three. I We're now going to shift into <laughs> <laughs> the most violent film of the year. <laughs> the um, uh, amazing John Wick 3. Yeah, I enjoyed this one a lot. Actually. Man. I was shocked. Very tonally different than Rocket Man. This, uh, this went all the fucking way for me. Man. Um, I haven't enjoyed a movie this much. Maybe the whole year. You don't was like you me. don't like action movies. Let's no. touch on that. Well, I mean, quick. I like them. You know, I love Heat. I like Die Hard. Yeah. Terminator. Well, those are like classics. Yeah, those that's are like the, some of the that's best. That's my standard. From yeah, it's not my typical fare. 
I would much rather put on like a sci-fi or a horror or yeah. uh, there are I'm, I you like I'm, thrillers you're into yeah that thrillers kind of suspense stuff. drama um, so this isn't my go-to but um, I hadn't seen the other two movies you've seen the first one oh yeah uh, I can give you a breakdown of yeah, all the John Wick movies. walk us through this yeah uh, so John Wick one it opens up John Wick's wife is dead. Uh, she leaves him a little puppy because she's sick or something. Right. And someone, uh, I think people break into his house to steal his car and they kill his puppy. So he, it's just like straight up revenge. He finds out the guy that I he's trying that. to kill is like tied in with the mafia. And so the whole mafia is trying to kill him. And, and he John, dispatches of all of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John Wick 2 I didn't see, but I think everyone's trying to kill John Wick. So he has to defend himself. I heard that one's people. about a car. I heard he had a car that he loved. Uh, oh, he had something. a car in the first one, so I yeah, guess it's I that car. But John Wick 3, I guess, picks up where John Wick 2 ended because it starts yes. off with a lot of action. Even without context, I was invested it's, right in Yeah, the which is a really good strength of like a third movie or a sequel because yes. it had like a really good pacing. Like it's nonstop. And you, I, I felt tension even not knowing what was going on. You just understand... He's on a timeline. The, People are out yeah. to get him, and he has to defend himself. It's, the martial arts scenes are so visceral that, and it's so immediate. Like the movie basically starts with him kind of running through New York City, and like yeah. it, almost immediately, there's attackers, and mm-hmm. and he's all of the martial arts scenes were incredible, and in like a very dude, the choreography is yeah. on point in this movie. In a very distant reality of mine, I you know did martial arts like all the time, and I can only say that like a trained martial artist would have to spend a hundred hours to choreograph those scenes. And Keanu Reeves like did a lot of that stuff, and oh, he yeah. does have a double, but it's like he really was performing uh, throughout the movie. I feel like um, some of the best like martial arts stuff i've seen in like years maybe ever it was just so uh, man i, I was blown Dude, away the, that- the sound editing just like the sound of the punches yeah. and like the bone breaks and stuff it's all like close quarters kind of combat too where it's real tense and it's just really fast paced but yeah you can tell like there was a lot of thought put into like every little detail every little fight a lot of detail every, yeah and like the it wasn't just that there was fighting and there was violence like that is not it was more elegant than that. You know, like the actual choreography, there was some thrilling stuff happening on screen. It was yeah. like, dude, someone had to like prepare every little note of like, this kick's going to be to the leg, then to the head, then like you're going to punch this guy this way and then this guy's going to come in. It was like a dance, you know? Yeah. Uh, like a really violent... Yeah. <laughs> <bloody dance. laughs> yeah. For like, uh, h- however long this movie was, it didn't even matter. Like I was the f- so invested the entire time. Halle Berry was in it. Oh uh, yeah, it was loved pretty, her time on screen. I feel like, cast. yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. I enjoyed throughout the entire movie. Um, the one person who did kind of annoy me, but totally that was her character, was the adjudicator. Oh Remember yeah, her? yeah. She was kind of annoying, but I feel like that was like That's perfect her for her like character. Um, but Keanu, man, he killed it. Yeah, dude. I he's the perfect kind of person for like these roles. You know, like he's just average enough to be like. The everyman. Yeah, but he also looks like he's been punched in the face. <laughs> like, you know, he has like a kind of like gritty, like real look to him. Yeah. To where it's kind of believable. Like, Well, he's a human being. He's had a real life that exists outside of film. And like yeah. he's had, he's suffered all this stuff. And 
man, there's a, there's a depth to him that I think some people don't give him enough credit for. Oh, definitely. But I feel like he is the guy who can deliver the one-liner so effectively and, like, really, I don't know. It, it, it was fun. The whole movie was really fun, I think. I think, man, this is, for me, it's almost like a throwback to, like, something you were talking about, like a Die Hard or, like, a Terminator or something. Yeah. Where Or, like, for me, I was Classic. I was feeling, like, RoboCop vibes where yeah. it's, like, really excessive violence, but it's played in, like, a fun way. It's not like, damn, that's he just got shot in the face. That's fucked up. It's, it's not, more, like, just visceral, fast-paced, yeah. like, we got to get out of here. This is tense. Yeah. Bah, bah, just, <laughs> yeah. Like laying people out. Yeah, the whole time your your eyes are just bouncing from like scene to scene because it's so quickly paced, but not in a way like to me something like the Bourne series mm-hmm. is almost too close quarters. Well, it's the it's way it's too, shot too. Those it's, movies it's are like too shaky visceral. cam. This but... was very um, refined mm-hmm. um, and polished in a way, but not overproduced. It was like, man, I just. I don't know how you do this kind of movie much better than like how they did it, you know. Dude, like that... I think this is about a four star movie. Maybe even I have to see it again, you know. But like I enjoyed it enough the first time to talk about it. We saw it like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and I still um, have found myself thinking like, man, that one actually was really fun because we haven't seen that many good movies this year either. Yeah, this movie has been uh, or this movie this year has been like a lull. Sleeper for me. man. Like, other than, uh, I really enjoyed Us. We went and saw that one. Yes. Uh, I really liked John Wick 3. But other than that, like, a few things here and there stand out for me. But I don't nothing really like, have any standouts. I don't nothing like crazy good. Like, Lego Movie 2, I really liked that. Yeah. I'm, I'm into that kind of stuff. <laughs> cats. <laughs> cats are fighting. But uh, even the trailers that we saw for uh, <laughs> Rocket Man, like, before the movie... Trash. Every one of them just looked like a dud. Like yeah. it looked, it, they just, just a like bland. summer of bland ass blockbuster attempts. They were yeah. advertising for Men in Black, and it's like, isn't it out already or something? Mm-hmm. It's doing terrible right now. It totally tanked. Yeah, I don't want to see that movie. Like, I feel like I saw Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones yeah. in those roles. That's it's like Men that, in Black. Yeah, it is what it is. Like, it's done, and and you got what you could out of it. Just you know, hang it up. Dude, so real quick, whenever I was a kid and Men in Black came out, my aunt uh, was going to go take me to the movies. And she's like, what movie do you want to see? Men in Black just came out. And I was like, no, I want to see Good Burger with Keenan <laughs> and Kel. So you and chose so Good Burger over I think, Men in Black? I think I, if I remember correctly, I think I made my aunt like go sit through Good Burger. Wow. Because I was really into Keenan and she Kel. She tried. Yeah. She was, so she I still I still feel bad map. about that decision sometimes. <laughs> I think maybe we did go see Men in Black too because I remember seeing that in the theater. But I definitely saw that as a kid and uh, dude, that was it. awesome. Like for that time, yeah, like that was crazy. I don't know why they're making a that popcorn. was a blockbuster movie. Yeah, that was like man, this is like a huge budget, like uh, constant action kind of thrilling movie you know well that's why i like john wick 3 though because it's like it was that kind of movie. it reminded me of golden age hollywood summer blockbuster yes. action violent choice. action-packed just like really fun but i feel like it's really accessible like anybody like i could watch john wick 3 with my dad and i bet my dad would like love oh that yeah shit. i think you're right that most people would enjoy it because you see keanu he's doing the thing mm-hmm. the 
action is so intense but not in a way that's gratuitous like you were saying like some things are so violent like sometimes you put on goodfellas or something and you can tell some people in the room are a little bit like like what is this yeah. we're looking at this what this is not that kind of violence it's not ultra violent in the way that like I don't know, like Clockwork Orange or something that's actually disturbing. The violence you're seeing on screen is like Yeah, it's disturbing. not like a Saw movie. No. It's not like torture. It's, it's violent, but it's there's almost a comedic element to it somehow. It's like 80s violence. Like, yeah. it's like fun. Gratuitous in a, in a, yeah, in a, in a like, I don't know. Yeah, not in a disturbing way. It reminded it's me. It's hard of, to explain, but you know what I mean? Yeah, to me, I always like associate that with like RoboCop violence. Like, it's. You it's part of the Robocop. film, right? You know, there's like this criminal element, and then you have good guy that has to stop <laughs> bad guy. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You know, everything he's doing is justified, but you're like, damn, he just like yeah, fucking executed that person. Dude, they're doing like headshots and shit in John Wick 3, like just totally destroying people. Yeah. But it's still like fun, just like, oh, fuck. Who all was in this? Angelica Houston was in this. Oh, yeah. She was actually pretty good in this one. She was, she was, uh, she was the Russian. She was like the instructor yeah. for the assassin group. Um, yeah. Halle Berry, we mentioned. Uh, I think she did a pretty good job. I don't know what her context her character exists in in the trilogy of the movies, but it didn't really matter. Yeah. All of her time on screen was enjoyable. Lawrence Fishburne, we mentioned. I thought he was hilarious. At the I end, love, I love Lawrence Fishburne. Are you pissed, John? He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like credits. I was like, damn. Like... <laughs> Man, some of that, it was comedic, obviously, at times, because it's so over the top that there is this comedic element. That was kind of what I was trying to explain. It's just that even at its most violent, it was still fun. It wasn't ever like, damn, this is too heavy. Like, he's killed like 100 people. It's all, it was more uh, upbeat than that, somehow. (laughs) It's like a totally American blockbuster movie. (laughs) Phenomenon. Like, the violence and fun meter meets up like right in the middle and you get this little this little fun <laughs> axis. <laughs> Lance but, Reddick, uh he did a good job. He was like the second in command for the uh the hotel where all this stuff was happening. Oh yeah. He was he's in the wire, man. And is I don't that know what it, it was. Yeah, I know we don't really talk about T V that much, but The Wire is one of the best shows of all time and he does an amazing job in The Wire, but he showed up. He did a good job. Um and then Ian mm. McShane, the fake Al Pacino. Every time I see him, he, I'm like, uh, who's this Al Pacino-looking guy? As Winston, the hotel. He was like the... <laughs> the uh, manager Yeah, or he runs the, the spot where all this violence is. We don't know place. what happened in John Wick 2, <laughs> but I assume yeah. John Wick he wronged him. He must have him. been crucial. <laughs> <laughs> but I love... No, this was good. Dude, for a third movie in a, in a saga or a trilogy... It's tied for the best rated of all three of them. Dude, and it's nev that's never the case. Godfather Part Three, I'm sure you fucking hate that oh, film. I don't even like to talk about it, no. Return of the Jedi is the weakest of the original Star Wars trilogy. You think so? Oh dude, Empire Strikes Back is Yeah, Empire Strikes Empire Back. Empire Strikes Back is the Godfather two of yeah, I agree. The Star Wars. I agree. Of and like sci fi, yeah. Terminator three sucks, Alien Three sucks, it's Back hard. to the Future Three is like okay. It's, that one's yeah, alright. It's just okay. It's hard to do. Yeah. And yeah, I think you're right that like the the thing about these movies is it's not so serious. It's m- aware of itself enough to know what it is, which makes the third movie maybe a little bit more doable because it doesn't have to be so epic. It doesn't have to be yeah. so like 
it's not about some grandiose narrative or like tying all these threads together. It's just like, dude, we're going to make another movie. It's it got a pulse to it, you know, the yeah. whole time it's slamming and like, it's super entertaining. And, and that's all that really matters. Like I hadn't seen any of the other movies and I loved it. I totally got, get why people watch these movies. I would like totally watch the first and second one now. Yeah. So I've been recommending Mission it to accomplished. everyone too. Like I think Hell they did yeah. a good job. I would say four stars on this one. Just my gut reaction. I, w- I would need to see it again to see if it goes beyond that because I feel like sometimes it takes it takes, takes two. a couple of viewings. Yeah. Um, I'd say four. I think four is four is a good a good number because four and a it's half. It's a great movie. Four and a half. I mean, four and a half is more for how rare. we rate movies. Five is absolute perfection. <laughs> yeah. four, four and, and a half, half is, is pretty fucking close to yeah. perfection, and a four is like a solid. That's a that's solid. A great film. score. Yeah, and I definitely could watch John Wick three again. Yeah, I could probably watch the first one again. I didn't see the second one, but I'm interested to see the first two now because yeah. of how much fun I had at this one. But I there probably is something to seeing it in the theater. I feel like they don't make a lot of movies like this anymore where it's like, you know, they kind of... Not well. <laughs> they yeah. make plenty of them, but, but none of them are any good. Yeah, this like, is like perfectly dialed in where like it had a couple of little emotional points that it hit, but it didn't try to like drag you in. Like it doesn't try to be anything more than exactly it, what it yeah, is. That's, that's, Just like fun action movie. That's why it's undeniable. Yeah. It's not so serious that it's like... It's not reaching for anything. It's yeah. just like they're not gonna, trying to win a fucking this. Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> no. They're just trying to like have fun and entertain you for two hours. Yeah, and that's what a movie should be, really. Like, no matter what kind of movie it is, yeah. Yeah, just. I mean, like, look at what's out. This is the top box office right now: The Secret Life of Pets, Two, Dark Phoenix. Oh, uh, that's supposed to be a shit. Show. It's got. It's got to be one of the last of the X Men over there. I, I think it, it is. is yeah. Um, Aladdin. That remake was, that was blah i mean i didn't see it uh godzilla which apparently isn't very good but i was actually i, I still want to see um but yeah like just seeing i mean it's june now mm-hmm. it's go time we're in summer blockbuster season yeah and and it, nothing really jumping um we got john wick and avengers up there pokemon i thought Detective john Pikachu. john wick was so much like on just i know i'm not into comic book movies that much yeah but like on a movie basis of a movie i could pop in and like watch john wick i feel like i could put that on on like a saturday afternoon and just like any saturday yeah and just be totally into it but avengers i feel like no like fuck i'm not gonna sit through three hours way too bloated and self-serious and and it it's not yeah. To I, me, that's not enjoyable because no. it's so, like... I Bloated, guess, man. Yeah, and they were reaching so far and yeah, trying to do trying so to... much. John Wick is just like, what if Keanu <laughs> still had people trying to kill him? <laughs> yeah. What if this time he killed 87 people oh, or whatever dude, it was? I Googled it when we were in the car on the way back, and uh, John Wick has killed more people than Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees combined. Combined, yeah. And, like... I remember that. More than, uh, man, more than Rambo, like more, his kill count is like higher than like anybody. I love that. I think it's more than James Bond. They're succeeding in a way that all those other movies haven't succeeded. And I don't mean like that this movie's financial success is, is greater than I'm saying it succeeds in an artistic way that exists outside of any of those other movies. Yeah. Uh, Other than something like Terminator or Predator or like. Uh, 
I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, it's one of those rare movies. It's better than Rambo. You know, it's like, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. It's aware of itself enough, but still, um, I don't know. I feel like it's a rare blend that this movie really dialed in to where it's kind of entering, uh, yeah, a rare territory. It really, it really is. It really is. Especially for a third movie. And I thought this kind of movie was maybe like something of the past you know it's something you don't see too much anymore like the rambo days are over yeah actually there's a new one coming out but it looks terrible it's kind of a throwback but it's still cutting in a way it's still dude that end scene where they're in like the uh cube thing in the hotel and there's like glass walls everywhere and they're like sword sword fight like hand-to-hand knife fighting and sword fighting it's fucking tight dude like just every little shot yeah those scenes were incredible and the editing is just on flawless for that kind of movie, it's hard. Uh, yeah, it's hard to do better. I feel like it really is entering. It, it's it's in that rare space where it's like, uh, it's obviously an action movie. It's not reaching for like greatness, but it still yeah. almost gets there. You know, it's still like, damn, this movie is actually like really fun. And the more we talk about it, the more I would watch it again. Yeah. You know? So that's, I mean, that's saying something, right? Oh yeah. So I would say definitely go see this one. I gave this four. You gave this. I gave it four also. So, so to far, it's my second favorite movie of the year. I'd put Us as still currently my favorite. We yeah. haven't got to Midsommar or some of the things uh, I'm looking yeah, forward to. Yeah, what we're to. looking forward to. So Child's Play, that'll be one that we touch on for sure. Yeah, I think that's next week it comes yes. out. Toy Story, Toy Story 4, 4 is getting... I didn't getting... see Toy Story 3. Oh, dude. I, I it's have been to see a... that. I saw it, but it was like a, 10 years ago. We'll probably do those. We should do those. Toy Story, all of those are good. And then Midsommar. Oh, yeah. I've um, been waiting all year. Uh, Ari Aster, Deliver Us. Second film. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we did good. Uh, so wait, so Rocket Man, you gave that three. Yeah. I gave that two and a half. We gave, uh, we were right, right there on John Wick at four. Right? Yeah, we double dragon that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, this is John. And this is Sean. Get out there, go to the movies. This movie night. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs>